Welcome to the Notes by Your Music Artist Impact Podcast, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. Here's your host, Paul Gibbs. Welcome, everybody. I'm Paul, and I hope everything is well at your place. Uh, you guys, uh, are you feeling stuck in a rut? We've talked about this uh, a couple of times in the past, and I just I just feel like this really needs to be um, revisited a little bit or maybe continued because I think a lot of us, uh, myself included as an artist, we, we kind of get stuck in a rut uh, with our music, with our, with our lives. Uh, we'll focus on the whole music thing, but uh, I think there's some stuff here that might help us in other areas of our, uh, of our lives. But first, let's get to a, a little trivia here. We always like to give you, uh, give you something to, to think about, something to chew on. Um, it was in 1959, actually, that uh, the state that holds two official languages has the most rainfall. And get this, it's home to the only royal palace in America. All right, you think about that, and I will give you the answer before we get done um, with all of this. So let's let's talk about being discouraged. Let's talk about being stuck in a rut. Um, and let's maybe talk about some ways that uh, we can uh, prevent that or get out of it, if you will. All right. And it's so it's certainly easy to uh, to feel discouraged, to feel maybe unsatisfied, if you will, if uh, you know, with where you are in your music career. And I think music maybe is uh, I don't know if it if it's gotten worse over the years than it was, say maybe back in the fifties, sixties, seventies. I don't know. It's certainly different. That's for sure. You know, and something as personal as music, uh, and there's so many different ways that we can uh, can feel stuck, feel discouraged, feel unsatisfied, feel uh, feel just like, oh, you know, why bother? And we you know we pour all of our heart and soul into what we do, of course, and then it just doesn't seem like things are happening like the the way we hoped that they would or expected them to. So, uh, you know, we get in a rut both creatively, that's not even a word, creatively, there we go, that's better, oh, and, uh, and also uh, maybe financially, whatever, you know, whatever, whatever ways. Yeah, there's a lot of things that just make us feel, uh, feel down and, uh, and a lot of, discouraged about our music careers. So uh, let's talk about a couple things here. First of all, you know, I think we need to go back to the why Go back to the why. Why are you doing it in the first place? You know, we're focusing on uh, Christian artists here, uh, but this applies to uh, to secular artists as well. Why are you doing it? Why did you start doing it? Has that changed? Hmm. Well, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that it probably hasn't changed. Now, maybe your goals have changed. Okay, that, that's normal. That's natural. But the more time goes on, the goals change. We'll talk about that in a minute. But why are you doing it? Has that changed? All right, and I, I'm going to say it probably hasn't, but if it has, if, if you're doing it for a different reason, 
Or shall I say the reason you'd started in music has gone away or it's much less, then we need to really take a step back. Do I really want to keep doing this? Okay. That's probably the extreme for most people. And we're not going to spend too much time on that. But I want to talk to people that, for those who uh, who can think, you know what? No, the why I'm doing it has not changed. Okay. So, um, but then we need to get specific, don't we? I mean, you might say, okay, I just, I just want to make music full-time. I'm, I want to be a full-time musician. That's okay, but maybe we need to be a little more specific on those goals. What does that mean? What does that look like? All right, you spend some time talking to yourself, talking to others about what does it look like? What does it mean to be a full-time musician? And that's a little different for everybody. And that, maybe that goal is a little bit too big to try to uh, to get your mind around. And maybe that's why you're kind of stuck at this point. So a suggestion might be to, okay, put that big goal, that full-time music goal, or uh, maybe, maybe your goal is, I want to release my first CD or my first album, release my first single, whatever. Okay. But again, same thing. How am I going to do that? What's my time frame? How soon do I want to do that? Can I do that? It'd be nice to do that. Okay, things like that. All these questions. And those questions go around and around. And that's why, again, we're being we're feeling stuck. So look at these smaller goals that you may need, maybe need to accomplish and map out and talk about to get you to that, that final goal. All right, so maybe if it's full-time music, me a musician, okay, look at, do I need to get better at my craft, my my instrument, or my vocals, or whatever I need to do? Maybe you want to uh, start booking. Maybe you want to increase the number of bookings, all right? And how do you do that? So take a look at that. How does that need to happen? All right. Maybe um, it, to, to get that first album out, all right. When will you when will you record your first song? When will you write your first song? All right. When is that going to happen? Set yourself a goal. Okay. Maybe you've written all the songs already. Have you? Do you have a plan, a schedule to get those re, get those recorded? Have if you got the studio time booked? Have you got uh, uh, these things that you need to make that happen? Okay. Or maybe it's just one song where uh, you want to. Have you recorded that yet? All right. What's your plan to get that recorded? I can't help you answer those questions, but I'm, I'm just suggesting questions that uh, need to be uh, possibly asked. So let's continue with that. Uh, how about social media? Okay. Are you doing anything with social media? Maybe that's something you need to do to reach the goals that you have set. Okay, I've got to make a goal of, okay, uh, I want to be whatever, uh, and I, to do that, I need to post at least once a week. I need to make a post about my music once a week. Set that goal and do it. And then in three, four months, I want to be making two or three posts a week. I want to be adding video to my posts if I'm not already. I want to be adding song clips to my posts if I'm not already. All these little things, and uh, you you decide what those goals should be, what those steps should be. But uh, all of that to say, set some smaller goals that you can easily achieve. 
that are tangible. And then you will start to see the results and the progress of, of, your, of what you're doing. And you'll be starting working your way toward your goal and getting out of that rut that you're in. Okay. All right. Well, let's talk about maybe changing something. You know, we get stuck in a rut and we just can't get out of it. And as we said, I think before, when we were talking about this topic, uh, it can get boring and not only can get, it can it get boring, it can just really squash our creativity. Hmm. And our motivation goes down the tubes. And as all of that goes down the tubes, then the discouragement sets in. And it just goes spiraling on down from there. Okay, so what can, what can we change maybe, change in our routine? Well, one thing you could change is where you work. You know, we hear, I've heard stories and you've heard stories, uh, people just working in Starbucks. They take their laptop into Starbucks or whatever. And no, we're not endorsing Starbucks or anyplace else. Go go to Dunkin' Donuts or go to your favorite diner or wherever. Take your laptop and your earbuds and, you know, work on, uh, you're probably not going to want to sit there and record, but work on your writing skills, work on your social media uh, posts and things like that, whatever you need to do, but do it in a different place. All right. And sometimes that can really help. Modify your workspace in, in your home or in your studio. You know, don't don't go hog wild with it, but, you know, changing things up a little bit. Maybe work in a different room in your house or, you know, work at the kitchen table a little bit or whatever. Anything to start getting you out of that rut and to fire up the creativity. You'd be, you'd be amazed. You'd be amazed how well that can work just by changing a few things. How about something, so talk about changing. How about doing something different with your music? Oh, we can, oh, but you're, th- oh, no, I would never do that. <laughs> All right, stay with me here. To stay active and motivated, you know, sometimes doing different things with our music can help. Now we're not saying that, you know, if you are a country artist, you should be you should just forget that and, and write hip hop. No, 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 no. We're not doing that at all. But uh something different, even temporarily, or just trying some something a little bit of a change or whatever, you know, that can uh reignite the creativity, if you will. If you're feeling bored or feel like it just isn't resonating, it just uh you know it could also be changing up what surrounds the music. You know, think of your think of your music career maybe as uh, I don't know a playground where you can just go and do anything you want. Sometimes we put ourselves in a box, don't we? Well, I write this kind of music, I record this kind of music, and this is what I do. And why would I do anything else? But yet, maybe there's something inside us that would like to try something different? Give yourself permission to do that. Here's an example. I know a lot of artists who write their own music, and that's cool. I know other artists who only do cover songs. They don't write music. They do other people's music, and they do it very well. But for you guys who write your own music and think, well, no, this is what I do, I'm not going to do somebody else's song. Why would I? Go ahead. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. You don't have to put it on your next album. Okay. You don't have to perform it at your next concert. But what if you took a song 
that you really like by somebody else. Maybe it's the style that you like. Maybe it's a different style, but probably somebody that writes uh, somebody, some song that's in your style that you really like. What if you just for something to do, you know, out on the playground, you love to swing on the swing set. Why don't you go over and, and go down the slide once or twice? Okay, <laughs> I know, but you know, take a take a cover song by somebody else, another artist that maybe you you admire, and take one of their songs and record it, rearrange it, reproduce it, do it in a different maybe little different style or something. All this to say, yes, that might you know that might re uh, reignite that creativity. Hmm. Yeah. Again, how about if, and if you guys are, uh, you don't write music, you never have, you like to do cover songs, well, the reverse might work for you. Try to write one of your own. All right. Another thing is, and I think we talked about this last time, is collaboration. Collaboration is a wonderful way to reignite your creativity. Yeah, if you don't, uh, if you have never done that, you should try to do that uh, just once in a while to uh, reignite that. And uh, some people just, that's all they do is collaborate with others. Yeah, we find it very helpful here at Notes by Our Music to collaborate with others as well as write music uh, ourselves. And again, we talked earlier about goals. So let's talk about that just uh, again here. And, you know, 10 years or 15 years or one year or 20, 30, whatever, you may have had the goal of I want to be music full-time, and this is all I want to do with my life. And maybe you, maybe you, you reached that goal to one extent or another, but now life has moved on, things have changed, and our music evolves and our lives evolve, so that's okay. So don't be afraid uh, to set some different goals. Maybe the goal that you had back then is no longer and you know that it's not going to be achieved or you did achieve it now what and now you don't have any goals at all why not how about setting some new goals if you don't have any right now okay all right. And once again, I want to say, uh, before we move on here, don't forget every once in a while to go back to the why. Why are you doing this? It may have changed just a little bit, but I would say in the big picture, in the big scheme of things, it has not changed. All right, let's move on and I want to share some thoughts, some ideas from a guy named Steve Pelfreyman. And this was from a blog that he put on the Sonic Bids blog. And these are some ideas that Steve shares with us on what to do when we're feeling stuck. Uh, the first thing Steve says here in the beginning of his blog is the old adage is that it's all about who you know. Well, yeah, but that is not nearly as powerful as how someone knows you. Let me repeat that. The powerful one is how someone knows you. You know, and it's deeper than just how they got to know you, but it's how they know you. All right. So when you're feeling stuck, um, turning our attention to building relationships is the single best antidote. 
All right. We're going to talk all, all this is going to be about relationships, friends. All right. And that's what it's all about. Number one, ask yourself the question, where are you spending your time? Where are you spending your time? Now, for example, maybe you've spent the last few weeks or the or last month getting frustrated with your website. You just can't figure it out. You can't do it. It won't do what you want it to do or whatever. Uh, it just can't make it happen. And it's frustrating you. Maybe um, also maybe you're not following up with people that you've reached out to. I find that all the time. You reach out to people and they don't get back to you and you're not, or they did get back to you, and you, but you're just not following up with them. Anybody's hand going up on that? Oh, yeah. So like Steve says here, when, when we waste our energy in the wrong places, the wrong areas, you know what's happening is very likely we are avoiding the more lucrative tasks like building our connections, building relationships. Okay, so here's a here's a thought. Write down all the recent tasks that you are spending too much time on. Hmm, it's a it's a good one. Write down what you're what you're what are you spending too much time on? Write it down. And these are things that you really need to avoid. Okay, now write down <laughs> yeah we're going to dig deeper here guys write down the things that you have been avoiding yeah i mean i, I this is this is speaking to me too <laughs> okay write down what you've been avoiding I, i'm just going to i'm just going to say this guys i do it maybe you do it as well i'm thinking all of us that have a cell phone spend way too much just scrolling social media I will stop there. I won't say any more about that. I'll keep going. Okay. So any items here that have to do with starting or growing relationships should be your priority. Just let that sink in. The important things to do, things that are starting or growing relationships should now be our priority. So, Number two, we should ask for help when we need it and not ask for support. We should ask for help, but not necessarily ask for support. I like how Steve puts this. He says, you know, when we're feeling stuck, it's real easy to go for a quick fix. So we blast out some social media posts. We do some quick promotion in a Facebook group or two. We instant message our friends. But here's the question. How do we make people feel when we do that? Think about that. More than likely, they don't feel all that great. Which, you know, is the exact opposite of why we create music in the first place, isn't it? Why are we coming back to that why? We're not asking people to feel sorry for us or pity us or anything. We want to make people feel something positive. So instead of asking someone to support you by listening to your music or buying your music, how about this? How about trying to ask for some guidance or their opinion on what to do next? Now, I know you need to be selective on what you ask of who. 
And Steve says here, guidance, maybe you're asking. Now, you have to ask that of the right people or their opinions, which gives you a little bit of a wider audience, if you will, or a pool of people to ask. Ask their opinions on what to do next. I'll tell you, I have seen artists do this and it works. You know, I mean, something like, um, hey, guys, I, I got one more spot on my EP and I've got two or three songs. I'm not really sure which one to put on there. And how about you? Can you guys give me some help? What, which, which one of these two or three songs do you guys like best? How about that? That's a great way to get out of your rut. People like to be included in what you're doing. And you will, that feedback will encourage and energize you. And it's a win-win situation. So try that. Try that. There's just uh, just one of the ideas. Point is that you are genuinely asking for help and making the connection to other people, and just make sure that it's not just a promotion, promoting yourself in disguise. Okay. All right. Read between the lines, friends. Here's our next point. Now, this this I like this. Would imagine if people could not listen to music anymore, but instead you could only talk about it. Okay? Imagine if people could not listen to music anymore, but instead we could only talk about it. So, rather than showing someone a song or having them listen to your song, you would have to tell the story behind it and how you felt recording that first line, etc., etc. And the, the irony of that is... We would be far better at making people want to listen to our music. Uh-huh. Talk about it. it would, and again, friends, we're talking about connecting with people, building relationships. Your music, uh, you, the purpose of your music, one of them anyway, is to be a conversation starter. Uh, if you were to jump onto Twitter right now, you could probably find someone new who loves what you do. Really? So send them a tweet about what he or she is talking about and see where the conversation goes. You getting that? But make it your mission to leave your music out of the conversation. Oh, can you do that? Okay. Let me, okay, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go over this again, okay? Your music's purpose is to be a conversation starter. Right now, right now, if you were to jump onto Twitter, you could probably find someone new who loves what you do. And then, so send him or her a tweet about whatever that person has tweeted about, okay? Whatever he or she is talking about. And just see where the conversation goes, but don't talk about your music until or unless that person brings it up. In other words, friend, take an interest in someone else's interests rather than your own and watch your relationships flourish. Wow. I love what Steve is saying there. It's all about relationships. It's not about just the music. So let's move on, and I want to just, um, you know, finish up with this one here. And this has nothing to do with music, but yet it does. So do something for someone else. Do something for someone else. 
this goes far beyond music. But if we're struggling with something, and, you know, whether it's stuck in a musical rut or it's some other part of our lives that just isn't going well and we're feeling down about, it's always a good idea and it's always helpful to do something for someone else. So chances are, friend, if you're struggling with something right now, no matter what it is, others close to you are probably struggling with something similar. And our initial reaction, of course, is to seek an opportunity to fix our problem. Someone to fix our problem or some way to fix our problem, someone to make it better. But what would happen instead if, if you tried to solve your problem for someone else? Did you get that? What would happen if we tried to solve our problem for someone else? So let's, let's, uh, talking about our talents and our musical gifts, it's much harder and far more rewarding to make something happen for others than it is for ourselves. For example, it's harder and much more rewarding to make something happen for others to showcase their talents that you just so happen to be appearing in as well. Okay? Let me say that again, and I'm going to give you an example. It's much harder, but far more rewarding to make something happen for others where they can showcase their talents and then you just happen to be able to showcase yours as well. Perfect example, 1996. I wrote a song called A Father Like This. I wrote it as a tribute to Paul McMurray, who was a firefighter in Hudson Falls, New York, where I lived at the time with my family. And he lost his life fighting a fire in Hudson Falls at the Parkview Hotel. So I wrote this song as a tribute to him. And I took it to the local radio station, a small AM station called WWSC. And I asked the program director if he would play the song. And he said, absolutely, yes, because of, you know, you wrote it for this, for, as a tribute to this guy. We'd love to play it. So he did. That was the very first time that I ever had a song played on the radio. And it might have been the very last time that one of my songs ever was played on the radio. Except for one thing. The program director asked me if I would be interested in doing, uh, producing a half-hour radio program that would showcase local artists. And I said, no, <laughs> I'm not a DJ. I'm a musician. <laughs> uh, well, f long story short, four months later, uh, the guy's name was Steve, uh, Steve Teft. And he said, well, if you do, if you change your mind, let me know. I'll pitch it to the station owner and we'll see if he'll go for it. Well, friends, four months later, I finally got the courage up in my little studio and I put together a 30-minute program with local artist music. And I just happened to include one of my own songs on there. Eleven years later, I was still doing a show. Now it was a one-hour show. And it was on three different stations. 
and I was playing independent Christian artists' music, and every week I was able to put one of my own songs on that show. Wow. If I had said no to Steve when he asked me, I don't know. I, I don't know if I ever would have had any of my songs on the radio at all again. But because I did say yes, and I'm not taking any credit for this. It's not because of anything I did. I believe that God opened this door for me and was asking me to be obedient. And he was basically saying to me, Paul, if you will do this for me, uh, I will also give you the opportunity and open the door for your music to be heard on radio as well. So maybe maybe that's sparking something in you. Maybe there's a way that God is asking you to uh, to use your gifts to uh, maybe showcase somebody else, to give, maybe he's going to use you to help somebody else get their music out there, and you will be included in that. All right. So just to uh, to land this plane, all right, it's relationships, friends, that drive us forward. It's the stories we tell. It's the value that we bring to the lives of others. And uh, Steve Palferman says here, that's why we are artists. That's, there's so much importance uh, to looking after others in our circle, and not just looking for the next big thing or the big quick fix to our own careers. So if you've got any questions or comments, I'd love to hear from you. Our email is info at notespiremusic.com. Don't forget the other podcasts that we do here at Notespire Music, The Artist Insight, which is interviews with independent Christian artists. And there's, the, there's also the Just Scott Music Hour, which is hosted by yours truly and comes out every Friday. That's a music podcast dedicated to the music of independent Christian artists. Uh, you can tune into our radio station, Notespire Radio. You can find that at notespireradio.com. And uh, on your phone, you can download the Live 365 app or any of the other apps that let you listen to internet radio. Use any of those apps to search for the word Notespire, and you will be listening to Notespire Radio. Been uh, continuously on the air for about six years now. And that station is also dedicated to the music of indie artists. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Notespire Music. And you'll find us on YouTube with all kinds of interesting things there at Notespire Music TV. And before we go, let's answer the trivia question. Yeah, what state holds two, not one, but two official languages, has the most rainfall per year, and is the home to the only royal palace in America. Well, and they, they, uh, they joined the uh, United States in 1959, becoming the 50th state, and of course, that is Hawaii. And as we do this podcast, recording this podcast, the uh, people of Maui have been uh, very uh, tragically affected by the wildfires out there, and we keep them in our thoughts and prayers. Until we see you again, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Remember, it's all about relationships, friends. I'm Paul Gibbs, and we'll see you next time. God bless. 
Thank you for joining us for the Artist Impact Podcast, a production of Notespire Music, LLC. At Notespire Music, we empower independent Christian musicians to grow their God-given music potential by refining their craft and extending their music ministry reach. Notespire Music, helping you gain confidence, grow your talent, and advance your impact. For more information, visit notespiremusic.com. And join us next time for the Notespire Music Artist Impact.